Welcome to Shelter Church. We are a Holy Spirit anchored, spirit filled, led, and directed. We believe that God has good plans for your life, your family, and together for us as a community. Be spirit filled, led, and directed. Let me go straight to it. Welcome to our new series called Christ Therapy. Oh my God, I hope you are excited the way I am excited. It is going to be an amazing journey. God wants to heal some people. God wants to heal some people. When God gave me this series, I was like, Lord, may you not leave me behind. I want to be healed also. I want to express this supernatural healing. God wants to heal you. Please pay attention. Get your notes. Get your pen. Some of the things I have not yet, I didn't write them here. But as the Holy Spirit speaks, may you write everything the Holy Spirit is going to speak in your heart. Because you cannot miss what the Holy Spirit wants to do in your life in this season. Christ therapy. Christ therapy. God wants to heal you. New new, new series. It's going to be a a new awesome season. New season, new series. It's going to be an awesome time with the Lord. Please do not miss any of the episodes that we're going to have based on this new series, you're going to be blessed. Without wasting any time, let us go straight to it. Uh, Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to verse 29. I'm reading from the amplified, um, 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 amplified compressed or, 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 or vision, if you can put it that way. Um, listen to this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try by all means to be patient, Bazalwan. I'll try by all means. Let me try to do this. Maybe I'll be able to see you. Let me try another way. So I can see your comments, Mazalwan. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> uh, how do I do this? I did something. Um, okay. I think, yeah. I think this will work. Amen. So, welcome, welcome. Christ Therapy. Our title for the sermon today is Sozo. We'll learn about it as we continue. Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to verse 29. Listen to this. And there was a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years. For 12 years. Verse 26. Who had endured much suffering under the hand of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better, but instead grew worse. Verse 27, she had the reports concerning Jesus. Come on, somebody. And she came up behind him in the throne and touched his garment. And verse 28, for she kept saying, if I only touch his garments, I shall be restored to health. Verse 29, and immediately her flow of blood was dried up at the source. And suddenly, come on, somebody, suddenly she felt in her Body that was healed of her distressing element. I all together. So we are in this series where God wants to remind some, some, some of us the importance of receiving the healing and the, the, the abundance that the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, died for. I want us to really pay attention here. Here is a woman who had an issue of blood, suffered for 12 years. Yes, suffered for 12 years. There is a woman who has suffered. Some of us, we in conditions and we think that God can never heal them. We think that God can never deliver us from this bondage. God can never take us out of this distress. Some of us, we've been facing the same 
We've been facing the same addiction. We've been facing the same affliction, the same infirmity. And we are like, we have lost hope because of the environment that we are in right now. Because we, we are working in, in the season whereby we have people who lack faith. And we have went to a point whereby we think that God is no longer performing miracles. I, ho- I want you to hear what I'm saying right now. God is still the God who performs miracles. God is still the God who performs miracles. Today, as we're going to be going through this with, the Lord is going to ignite your faith to believe that he is still the God who performs miracles, signs and wonders. Here is a woman who suffered for 12 years. The Bible tells us that the word of the Lord is there to teach us, to rebuke us, to correct us, to train us into righteousness, to remind us of God's goodness, emphasis added. So we see a woman, a woman who suffered for 12 years. We had an issue of blood. I all together. The Bible says who, who he endured much suffering under the hands. Listen to that. Under the hands of many physicians. Physicians. And has and all that she had and was no better, but instead grew worse. Some of us we have went even to wrong altars because we are seeking help. But I hear the Lord Jesus Christ calling us back unto the throne of grace and mercy and say, hey, I want you to come back. I am still the great physician. Come on, somebody. The, the Bible says, tells us that the woman went to many, come on, many people seeking for help. Some of us, we are seeking help in wrong places and sometimes we are missing our miracle because our miracle is in our face. The Bible says that the kingdom of God it is inside of you. And the Bible encourages you to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The Bible says greater is he that lives in you than the one that lives in this world. So it requires faith for us to be able to experience the abundance of the Lord. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying, saints. So the Bible tells us this woman spent all she had. He went to different people seeking for help. He went to counselors. He, he went to, 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 to people to, for seeking for help because he had an issue. He had an issue of the flow of blood. But the word of God encourages us here to be able to understand that there's only one great physician whose name is Jesus Christ. There's only um, the great therapist and his name is Jesus Christ. That is the main goal today to really uh, um, 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 refocus your focus onto the author and the finisher of your faith. Who enjoyed much suffering under the hands of many physicians and has spent all that she had and was no better but instead grew worse. We must be very careful that if we don't depend on our Lord Jesus Christ, sometimes we may waste the blessing that he gives us because we were focusing on the wrong altars rather than focusing on the altar that the Lord has given us. When I'm talking about the altar that God has given us, I'm talking about the cross. I all together. When just Christ went to the cross, he was building a new altar. He was building a new covenant. And it takes faith. That's why our Lord Jesus Christ tells, tells 
uh, tells Thomas and says, those who shall believe without seeing me, they shall be greatly blessed. So it takes faith to be able to please God. It takes faith to be able to understand what I am talking about here. It takes faith to be obedient and say, you know, I may not understand, but I believe that the words are spirit. Because as I'm speaking to you, I'm not speaking words that are in vain. I'm speaking words that are spirit, that are impacting your soul and your mind so that you can be able to worship him without any hindrance. But you are to be you are to you are required to stay in the word because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of the lord because you can only receive your miracle <laughs> i hope you hear what i'm saying the bible says when we read um verse 27 she heard the reports concerning jesus she heard the report concerning one jesus so faith comes by hearing. So as you are hearing what I'm saying, there is faith that is built inside of you. Come on, somebody. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. She heard the reports concerning Jesus. And she came up behind him in the throne and said, touch if, and touch his garment. I ought to get it. He says, if I can only touch his garment. So as we continue to stay in the word of the Lord, as we continue to, to stay in this service, I'm telling you, God is going to build this faith in you to a point where, 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 whereby you will carry this faith. When, 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 when people are asking you to pray for them, they will receive a suddenly. The Bible says, suddenly. Come on. They will receive a sudden healing. Verse 29. Immediately her flow of blood was dried up at the source. And suddenly she felt in her body that she was healed. Stay with me, Basalam. Don't go. I ought to get. So it is the God that we are talking about. The God that wants you to receive the healing that he has for you. I ought to get. Verse 25. And there was a woman who had, had a flow of blood for 12 years. Come on, somebody. We are still there. Verse 26. Who had enjoyed much suffering under the hands of many physicians. And had spent all that she had. And was no better, but instead grew worse. I want you to understand something. When we understand the word sozo, it means to be saved. I ought to get it. is not there in the word of God, but it is a Greek word. I ought to get it. Sozo is a Greek word which is usually translated in the Bible as to save. I ought to get it. As to save. So God wants to save you today. We're going we, we to make sure that we, we are, are not going to leave any stone unturned. Every stone needs to be unturned. I ought to get it. Sozo is a Greek word which is usually translated in the Bible as to save. So the Lord wants to save you, but you need to be able to be hungry and say, Lord, I am tired of this situation. I am tired of this addiction. Point number two, it refers to total healing. Come on. Total freedom, total holiness, holiness in spirit, soul and body. I all together. Total healing, total freedom, total wholeness in spirit, soul, and body. So God wants you to be able to be healed in spirit, in soul, in body. So soul is also translated as to heal or to make whole. To heal or to make whole. So when we, we look at the word of the Lord, we get to understand when the Bible says that I came. Come on. This is our Lord Jesus Christ. I came to give you life and life with abundance. Life with abundance. This is the source of way that the Lord has came to give you. To give you total healing, total freedom, and total holiness in spirit and in soul and in body. But it takes faith, Bazalani, to continue hearing like the woman. The Bible says he had the report about Jesus Christ. 
Head the report about Jesus Christ. So you can only manifest the manifestation of the kingdom of God when you stay in belief. When others are doubting you, become stubborn in your belief and say, I will not move. I will not, sh- I will not be shaken. Even though I may be facing this situation at this time, I will not be moved. I will receive the healing of the Lord. I will receive the healing of the Lord. We must be able to trust God so that we don't go into suffering under the hands of many physicians. We must be very careful that we don't become impatient, that we go to wrong altars seeking for help. But we must be patient and wait upon the Lord and believe that he will renew our strength and continue to declare the word of the Lord because God wants us to understand that his promises are yes and amen, Mazalon. His promise, I yes and amen. Please follow me. Please let us go. Let us go. So we get to understand something. Point number four. As Christians, we have the right standing before God because of the finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope I didn't jump any slide, Barcelona. I wrote to you. As Christians, we have the right standing before God because of the finished work of Jesus Christ. I will to you. We have the right standing. So this woman that we see who had the issue of blood, she had the report about our Lord Jesus Christ that made him to understand that he had the right standing with our Lord Jesus Christ. That he had about this God that had that had this that this this and and an, this compassion that cannot be measured. By any other person, I ought to get this. This this love that cannot be measured by any other element that existed within her environment. So, as Christians, we have the right standing be- before God because of the finished work of Jesus Christ. And you must understand something: your human flesh and mentality mentality doesn't want you to believe that it wants you to continue to do what to go and seek help from the physical realm rather than going back to the spiritual realm because you must understand something you are called to walk in the spirit and in the flesh it doesn't mean that you are ignorant of the devices of the enemy it means every time when things are going wrong you seek the lord first because you before you seek other sources because why you have the right standing with God. Jesus Christ didn't die in vain for you. Point number five. We are saved and forgiven. And we are prince, prince and princes of our God, our Father. So the only way to be able to receive this healing, the only way to really experience this sozo, you must know your identity in Christ. We are saved and forgiven. We are prince. And princess of God our Father. So when you know who you are in Christ, when you know who you are in Christ, you are able to walk as the one who is royal and chosen priesthood, the chosen generation. The one thing that the enemy wants to steal from you is your identity. Because if you don't know your identity, you cannot receive your healing. It had to come to a point where by the woman had to know something that I was worth the healing. I was worth the healing. And I'm not going to let anything storm me. I'm not going to let any 
person in my family stop me from fellowshipping. I'm not going to let the statistics of this world stop me from fellowshipping. I'm not going to let my circle stop me from receiving my miracles. I'm not going to be embarrassed by the kingdom of God. I'm not going to be ashamed of our logic because some of us, we cannot receive our healing. We cannot receive our, 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 our blessings because we are still hiding our Jesus. But we are believers. But today God says, I want you to trust me. The woman was, was prepared to be embarrassed. The woman was prepared to be, to be put to shame. He was prepared to, to, to be rejected. Imagine if our Lord Jesus Christ rejected him. But he didn't care about that. Some of us will let rejection stop us from experiencing God's healing. But in the name of Jesus Christ, we will not let any rejection stop us. Point number six, Barcelona. I hope you can still hear me. We are to face our painful childhood experience to heal from traumatic events of the past. God wants us to go back. Bazalwani, let me give you this man called Moses. God takes Moses out of the land of Egypt and brings him to another land. Actually, Moses escaped because he killed a man. Come on, somebody. I hope you hear what I'm saying. He killed a man and he went far away from the land of Egypt because he was running away from the past that was painful to him because he could feel the compassion for his people. We must learn to be able to confront our pain and I believe in this season God is calling us to confront our pain because it is through us confronting our pain that we are going to be able to receive deliverance. Here is Moses going back to Egypt to confront his pain. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. Here is Moses going back. He's going back. He's going back to the same place that rejected him when he was trying to save them. He's going back to the same people who, who, who rejected him as, 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 as the one who was called by God to deliver him. So we are to face our painful childhood experience to heal from traumatic events of the past. So God is calling us to go back. Come on. Yes, your relatives, they hate you. But God wants you to confront that pain. Because you are distant from them, but you are still carrying the pain. Are you all together? You are distant from them, but you still carry the unforgiveness. Yes, you went through that tragedy. You went through that process. But God says, I want to heal you because I don't want you to suffer. I, want, I don't want you to, 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 to squander and, and to damage what I'm going to give you because you are still in pain. I'm going somewhere, but stay with me. God wants you to receive healing. Here is Moses. He's going back to the same people that rejected him. The same people that didn't believe that God called him. I see the Messiah in Moses. In our generation whereby he's calling. He's calling his people, but we are still rejecting him because we love the desires of the flesh. We, 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 rather, we, rather, we rather hide the pain with secular music. We rather hide the pain with, uh, with going around with fake friends. But the Lord is saying today, it is time that you align yourself with your destiny because time needs to be redeemed. So you need to learn how to redeem your time. I hope I'm speaking to someone today. I hope I'm speaking to someone. Listen to this. Mark chapter 5, verse 27 to verse 28. We are still there. Verse 27. She heard, come on somebody, the reports concerning Jesus. She came up behind him in a throne and said, 
and touch his garment. For she kept saying, if I only touch his garments, I shall be restored. I owe to you. Some of us, we must develop that attitude whereby we say, you know what? I don't care what happens, but I will continue. I will continue. I will continue to continue to trust God in the name of Jesus Christ. I'll continue to trust God in the name of Jesus Christ. I'll continue to trust God in the name of Jesus Christ. Even though things are not moving my way, I'll continue to trust God because he is faithful. Because he is faithful. Because he is faithful. The Bible tells us that immediately, immediately, her flow of blood was dried up at the source. And suddenly she felt in her body that she was healed of her distressing. I ought to get. So when we look at point number, number, there's a duplicate of my slides, Barcelona. Forgive me for that. Amen. So when we look at, at, this, at this point, point number, point number 10, God wants us to be healed from a certain amount of emotional baggage from the past. Experience of rejection mistreatment and abuse and broken relationship. These are the things that the woman was prepared to receive from our Lord Jesus Christ. You must understand something. The, the, the emotional embarrassment, the emotional rejection that she went through, going from doctor to doctor, seeking help from relatives, and when he was rejected, God is saying, hey, I care about your emotions. I care about your mental health. I care about you, but you must be able to understand that we need to do it my way. You need to be able to stand in our way and do it God's way. Because God is ready to heal you. God wants us to be healed from this certain amount of emotional baggage, from this past experience of rejection, mistreatment, abuse, and broken relationship. He wants to heal you because some of us, we've been numbing the pain. We've been putting bandage after bandage. But God says, I want you to remove those bandages and trust the blood of Jesus Christ that still has power. The blood of Jesus Christ that still speaks greater testimonies than the blood of Abel. Why? Because traumatic experience all contributes to the weight of unresolved and healed emotional baggage. So when we don't face, when we don't confront our fears, when we don't confront our pains, we are actually making the situation worse. When we go to wrong places, we are actually making the situation worse. The woman who had the issue of blood was going to wrong places every time. But God had a source of healing for her. God wanted her to be totally healed, totally free from, from her sin. But we have this disposal of the word of God, but we are lacking to walk in faith because we want instant things to happen. We are not willing to stay and let God develop us. Why? Because traumatic experience all contribute to the weight of unresolved and unhealed emotional baggage. That's how we end up finding wrong people because we forget that as a man think a man becomes, we attract who we are. But God wants to teach us how to love again and enjoy it. God wants us to be able to guard our heart. God wants us to be able to protect ourselves through the word of God. God wants to strengthen your shield of faith. Because some of us, we think by hiding, <laughs> we will find the right people. No, no, no. You are meant to be a lampstand that it is on top of the table, not under the table. As a child of God, we are meant to arise and shine. 
Because some of us, we think by hiding, we will heal. No, no, no. We need to confront our pain so that we may be able to heal. So the woman was able to confront her pain by saying, you know what? I want to pursue Jesus Christ. I want to be able to pursue Jesus Christ in my lowest. Because some of us, we want to pursue Jesus Christ in our highest. But God is calling us to pursue Him in our lowest. Are you able to pursue Jesus Christ in your lowest? Are you able to praise Him? And, and, and when your family say, hey, you must go and go to a certain church, they will do something. Are you able to wait upon the Lord and say, you know what? I'm going to wait upon the Lord. I'll worship Him in my lowest. I'll worship Him in my lowest. I hope you hear what I'm saying, Barcelona. I hope you are still with me. So I want you to write this down. You are a new creation. You are a new creation. I want you, as we're going to be continuing with this series, to remember that, that you are a new creation. When we read the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and the new has come. That's what the word of God says. So when you become born again, when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, God will say, hey, there's a new you. There's a new you. I want, I want you to, 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 to screenshot this one. Listen to this. God's, God wants to deliver us from damaged self-image. Damaged self-image. Them feelings of inferiority, insecurity, anxiety, loneliness, addiction, or anger issues. God wants to heal us, but God wants to bring this newness in you. God wants to remind you today that you are a new creation. And for me to heal you, you must believe that you are a new creation. And you must be willing to take the steps to be able to heal. You must be able to take, to take the steps to be able to heal. Because I want to heal you, says the Lord. God is healing you as I am speaking to you right now. Because God is confronting things. God is bringing things in you that needs to be resolved. God wants to deliver us from damaged self-image. Deep feelings of inferiority, insecurity, anxiety, loneliness, addiction, anger, issues. I want to remind you something of Moses again. Moses missed to enter the, 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 the promised land because of one thing, anger. Some of us, we, we, we are avoiding certain emotions that are operating in our life. And you don't understand that the enemy is preparing to use the same emotion that you are eating from, that you are feeding from to, to be able to be successful, to be the same emotion that are going to bring you down. Moses was angry with the children of Israel. The same anger made him not to enter the promised land. Because God found him not worthy. Because he was not, he was in a position whereby he's going to contaminate God's plan. Because he was still angry, he was still in painful, in, in a painful moment. Because God took him from Egypt and brought him back, and God him gave him stubborn people. So we are to be very careful that we don't let the distractions of the process of this life to damage us, to damage our self-image. To, 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 to create in us insecurity, addiction, and anger issues. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying, saints, and I hope you're still with me. So the Lord wants to heal you in those situations. 
Number two, why? Because such can affect our relationship and rob us of joy and success in every area of our lives. So when we are not careful of confronting, when you are not careful to pursue our Lord Jesus Christ, regardless of our lowest point, and say, you know what, in my imperfection, I will follow him. Because God says, you are a new creation. The old has gone, but the new has come, says the Lord. You are a new creation. The old has gone, but the new has come, says the Lord. God is calling us to confront our unforgiveness. God is calling us to confront our selfishness. God is calling us to confront our wicked mindset. God is calling us to confront our mind, our wicked souls. God is calling us to confront because he says, hey, do not surrender, not your garment, but surrender your heart. God is looking for our heart, not our garment, but Lord. God is looking for our heart, not our garment. So just because he redeemed you from your past, you are born again. And you're a new creation. But do you know that you're a new creation? Have you lost the joy of your salvation? God is speaking to us as believers today. Do you know that, that he has redeemed you from your past? Do you know that you are, God wants you to be healed. God wants you to be transformed. You cannot accept your own you. You cannot say that that's who I am. That's how I am. It is a deception. It is a lie from the enemy. The Bible says we go from glory to glory. Your speech is required to change. Your mindset is required to change. Your attitude, your character. Why? Because if you don't change, you may be like Moses. You may go with us and not be able to enter Canaan. I don't want to be like Moses. I want to enter Canaan. Sometimes it will take season of humility to really kill the old man, to really die with Christ so that the new man can resurrect. I hope you hear what I'm saying. To really die with Christ and deny yourself so that the same power that resurrected him from the grave can also resurrect your new you. In means now you must go and confront and say, you know what, God? In this area, I need you. I cannot do it without you. In this area, I need you. I cannot do it without you. I hope you hear what I'm saying, Bazalon. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So the Lord, I want, I want us to hear this. John chapter 11, verse 43 to verse 44. Verse 43. When he had said this, he shouted with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Oh, Shakalamande Rebo Santa, come out and walk. And the men who had been dead, come out and walk. The men who had been dead, verse 44, and his hand and feet wrapped in burial cloth, linen strips with a burial napkin bound around his face. I all together. And just said to them, Free him from the burial wrappings and let him go. I hear the Lord today and says, Hey, let him go. Let him her go. She is my princess. She is my prince. So the Lord is saying, hey, come out, Lazarus. Lazarus, come out from that depression. Come out from that pain. Come on, somebody. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Come out from that doubt. Come out from that lack of faith. Come out from that shamefulness. Come out from that pityness. Come out, the Lord says. He's calling you out from the grave. Of depression from the grave of one to be in love because he said i can only love you i can only be able to heal you past that only i can see 
I will you again because there are some parts that only God can see. We cannot see them. These are the part of inner man. God wants to heal your inner man. God wants to heal your soul, your body, and mind. God doesn't want, only want to heal your body. I want you to understand something that when God was healing the woman who had the issue of the blood, he didn't, she didn't, I mean, he didn't only heal her physically, emotionally. When God heals us, he heals us in our soul, in our spirit, in our body, in our mind. He wants us to have a whole healing transformation. He wants us to be totally healed. He wants us to receive total freedom. So God is calling some of us out out of the grave. He says, hey, come out, Lazarus, out of your pain. Come out out of your depression. Come out of your, out of your hiding, says the Lord. Come out. Listen to this. And the Lord just Christ is telling the enemy. Let him go. Lose him and let him. Some vision says, lose him and let him go. But you need to believe that God at this season, he wants to lose it. Because some of you, you cannot go through, you cannot receive the blessings of the Lord until you heal in some, in some, in some certain areas. Because God won't allow you to hurt other people. Because some of us, we are so concerned about people hating us. I hope you hear what I'm saying. But sometimes God is concerned about you hating others. Do you know that sometimes you need healing so that you may become a blessing to someone? You know that, that sometimes you need healing so that when the rejection of people comes, you don't have to blame anyone, but you become matured to know that their rejection does not determine your identity in Christ. That the one who says, I know the plan that I have for you and the plan to prosper you and not to harm you will never change his mind. I hope I'm not speaking alone, Basaloni. The Lord is calling you out. And the Lord says, I want to heal you. I want you to experience this so-so anointing. I want you to experience this so-so ministry. I want to heal you. Come out, Lazarus. The Lord shouted with a loud voice, come out. When you are in a danger of going down, the Lord shouts at you. He does not come in a pretty way and say, hey, come out. He shouts at you because he knows you are in the position of destroying your destiny. You are in the position of neglecting your purpose. You are in the position of giving, giving up your, 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 your destiny for a cup of soap. But the Lord says, remain strong and stand still and know that I am God. Come on, Lazarus. And, and just said to them, free him of the burial wrappings and let him go. The other vision says, lose him and let him go. And I hear the Lord today saying to that to you, every area in your life that has been hindering you to become. I hear the Lord saying, lose him and let him go. Lose her and let him go and free him of any condemnation. Any condemnation because of the losses. There's now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. So the Lord wants to heal you, Bazalon. The Lord wants to heal you. He really wants to heal you. You are a new creation. Don't forget to write that. You are a new creation. Point number four. Jesus Christ wants to deliver us the grave clothes of the past. He wants to deliver us from the grave clothes of the past. Some of us, we, we want the new, but we are still holding on the old. We are so stubborn. We, we, we are so committed to things that are really taking us down. We are so committed to, to a cultural lifestyle that are hindering us to go to the, to grow in the word of the Lord. I hope you hear what I'm saying. It is time to be able to understand that one with God is the majority. I told you that one with God is the majority. That's why I had to teach the last sermon so that you can understand for you to be able to express this, this healing. 
you need to be able to understand the power of agreement. Jesus Christ wants to deliver us from the grief of the past. All identity, all issues of rejection, emotional woundedness, he wants to deliver us. But it requires us to position ourselves and say, Lord, I'm ready. If only I can touch your garment, I know I will be healed. I'm ready. I may not understand. Sometimes you don't need to understand the ways of the Lord, but you are required to live and to walk by faith. Why, Basalwad? Point number five. Why? Because from traumatic events of past, we may look in the mirror, listen to that, and see an orphan rather than, than a prince, a king, or a princess, a queen. So some of us, we always look the future with an old identity. But the Lord says, hey, you are a new creation. I'm here to remind you as your Lord. Do you know that you are a new creation? Says the Lord. Do you know that you are a new creation? When you look at the mirror, what do you see? When you look at the mirror, who do you see? Do you see the royal priesthood? Do you see a chosen generation? Do you see a priest and a king, a priest and a queen? Do you see what the Lord sees, says the Lord? Or do you only see when things are going good? Are you able to see the queen in you when things are not going your way? Are you able to be like Esther when things were not going their way in that season? They were able to stand still and know that he was God. Are you able to be like Esther and remain your identity? I'm not talking about your identity. I'm talking about Christ's identity. Where now your life is measured according to God's word. So it, it, was, it was Jesus and, and it, what, it, it is what Jesus said. Pardon me. Lose him and let him go. With a different translated vision. So the Lord said to Lazarus, to, to, to what was covering Lazarus. Lose him and let him go. Lose him and let him go. And this is a season where God is telling us to reposition ourselves in him. Because when we stay in him, nothing is going to be able to stop him from doing what he wants to do. You must understand something. Every time the enemy wanted the children of Israel not to get blessed, he will make them sin against God. He will make them sin against God. I hope you are not sleeping on me. He will make you sin against God. Why? Because we get to, we, we treat these things casually. We think just sleeping around with anyone, it is okay. But we don't understand the consequences that comes with it. You understand something that your destiny can be changed. You can, you can now whereby you cannot no longer fellowship with God because now there are things that are contaminating your worship. But God wants you to understand today that you must really mean it today when you are repenting, Mazalwan. You must really mean it. You must really mean it. You must really repent from your heart. Because you must understand something. Some things are very dangerous for our soul if we continue to do them. Because we think that they are, because we think that because we woke up today, I'm still breathing, everything is fine. The Bible says when Adam and Eve ate the apple, ate the forbidden fruit, they were able to see that they were naked. They were able to see that they, 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 they received the, the wisdom and the knowledge of, of God. But one thing that the Lord told them, he said, if you Surely eat of this fruit, you shall surely die. But they didn't die physically, but they were dead spiritually. So you must understand something. The enemy is after your eternal life, not your temporary life. 
Some of you, you think God is, you think the enemy is after your temporary life. No, no, no. It's after your eternal life. That's why he will keep you in bondage until you are able, no, until you are unable to worship God. But I hear the Lord say, lose him and let him go. Today, if you repent, I hear the spirit of the Lord losing you and letting you go. You shall be healed. You shall be healed. I hope you hear. Listen to this. I want us to close with this. So this is a mechanism that I want us to use as we're going to be taking this journey. I want to close with this. Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. For the rest, brethren, for, for, for the rest, brethren, whatever is true and whatever is worthy of reverence, it is honorable, seemingly whatever is just and whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there's any virtue and excellent, if there is any worth of praise, think on and wait and take account of these things. Fix your mind on them. So the Lord is asking us to fix our mind on things that are worthy to his kingdom. These are not the things that are throwing you away from his kingdom. These are the things that are pulling you towards him. These are the things that are pushing you and, and pushing you to pursue him. Do not be deceived. Learn to understand the word of the Lord according to its revelation. Here the apostle, the apostle Paul was not saying, love the things that are beautiful, that are drawing you away from him. He says, love anything that is able to draw you towards me. Love to gather around with saints. Love to gather to save. Love to plan the things of the Lord. Love to win souls for the kingdom of God. Love to always think about the kingdom of God. When you continue to think about the kingdom of God, it's a blessing because you are concerned about God's plan for his kingdom. For his kingdom. I hope you hear what I'm saying, Bazalwan. This way I want to end, Bazalwan. This way I want us to end. With obedient Bazalwan, wherever you are, may you rise up. I want us to pray these powerful prayers. I want us to pray these powerful prayers because I believe God really wants to heal us. And I want you, as you pray them, really believe that the Lord is working in your heart. Wherever you are, really believe that the Lord is working in your heart. Do not doubt. Do not be wary of doing good. I believe God wants to heal us in this season. God is concerned about the inner man. Is not only concerned on healing our physique. Listen to this. The, 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 the king, the king Solomon says that for 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 for, for a, 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 a heart that is not okay makes their body grumpy. Emphasis added. So when we are not okay spiritually, our body becomes sick automatically. So we need to be able to care, to take care of the spirit man so that we can be able to be healthy in our physical man. God is concerned. Are we ready to pray, Bazalon? If you are ready, I don't know how you're going to indicate. Maybe you can unmute your mics. Are you ready to pray? Please unmute your mics so that we can be able to start praying. Bazalon, if you are there. So we're going to pray. Point number one. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, let the blood of your son begin to wipe away every painful and unprofitable stubborn memories for my soul 
I mean, for my spirit, soul, mind, in Jesus' name. That is your prayer. I'm ready to pray. Number, number one prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, let the blood of your son begin to wipe away every pain and unprofitable, stubborn memories for my spirit, soul, mind, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you that you are healing your children. You are healing whoever is listening to this to this sermon right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you in the name of Jesus Christ that you are healing them, Holy Spirit. You are healing them, Holy Spirit. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, let the blood of your son begin to wipe away every painful, unprofitable, stubborn memories from their spirit, their soul, and mind in the mighty name of Jesus. Because our second prayer point, I want you to hear this. You're gonna say, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, let your healing power take firm root within me. And my body, oh Lord, in Jesus' name. That is your prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, let your healing power take firm root within me. And my body, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, let your healing power, let your healing power take firm root in your children's life. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, may you ignite their faith as we continue with this series. Father, may you continue to heal our inner man. May you continue to give us the strength to confront our pain. Now, in the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, let your healing power take firm root in within within us and our bodies in the mighty name of Jesus Lord continue to to declare your power your healing power within your children's life in the name of Jesus let them be healed inside and outside let them be healed in their spirit man in us in their soul in us in, in their body and in their mind in the name of Jesus Christ I want us just to thank the Lord I want us to thank the Lord I hope you can hear me Come on, thank the Lord for all answered prayers. Thank the Lord for all answered prayers. Come on, begin to thank him. Begin to thank him. Begin to thank God for all answered prayers. Begin to thank God for all answered prayers. Begin to thank God for all answered prayers. Father, we thank you for all answered prayers. We thank you for all answered prayers. We thank you for all answered prayers. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you that we are healed spiritually, mentally, physically. We are healed emotionally. Father, we thank you that you are healing us. We thank you that you have called us in this season to confront our past, to repent from our wicked ways, to repent from our past. In the name of, we thank you for all answered prayers. We thank you for your healing, Lord. May this, may this series, Lord, not only impact our lives, but impact many people's lives in our family members. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Can we give Jesus Christ a round of applause right there? Can we clap hands for him? Come on, clap hands for our Lord Jesus Christ. Clap hands for our Lord Jesus Christ. Clap hands for him. He deserves all the honor and the praise. I want, I want us to, I want to leave you with this. We have the right standing before God because of the finished work of Jesus Christ. I want to remind you that we have the right standing before God because of the finished work of Jesus Christ. So when we continue to pursue him in our imperfection, we will be perfected by him because he says, be perfect for I am perfect. Thank you for listening to our church podcast. We believe and have faith you are delivered, healed, and transformed into the likeness of God in Christ. For more ways to partner with us, do contact us via our church email, give directly into our PayPal link, or visit our church website. We love you and be blessed.